You know, I'm doing good. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yes, thank you. Well, I mean, we all know you from Living Single, Maxine, the lawyer. And so I have to be honest. I love that show. So I feel like I'm in royalty. I'm, I'm <laughs> <most> royalty. <laughs> thank but, you. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, before we get into uh, talking about finding Tamika, I really want to know, like, would you be interested in writing and producing a show similar to Living Single? Um, well, the, 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 the carrot on, on that stick is the writing and producing. <laughs> of course, who would say no to that? Um, but something with the cast of Living Single, um, probably in a new, uh, a new way, that would be great. I don't know if it would be Living Single, though, per se. But it would be great to get together with them and see if we could refresh fashion something funky and fresh that would be great okay are you still in touch with anyone like who do you hang out with we don't hang out with anyone because we don't live near each other so you know tc uh -huh. is in atlanta uh dana does um the equalizer in new york and is often here in new jersey and then you have um john hinton who's in you know cleveland a lot of the time and then kim kim coles is in um la and kim fields is in ohio so there's no hanging out, but we do, we do have a thread that we keep that's actually hysterically funny. And it's also got the creator, Yvette Lee Bowser on it. So we have a good time talking like that. That's cool. I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that one day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We only have a little bit of time. So um, <clears throat> I love that you're choosing to use your voice to advocate for black women. And let me tell you, your voice sounds amazing on the audible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank I you. I love it. it. So how did you even come across uh, Tamika's story? Well, um, I, in advocacy work or being an activist, people ask you to show up to support their um, organization or event. Mm -hmm. And there was a man that reached out to me who was doing um, some work in Alabama. His name was David Person. He's a writer and a journalist, and he was mm -hmm. um, going to be help, um, helping in an event about a specific woman who had been raped in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, sure, I'll come. And uh, after that, we stayed friends. And then a year later or so, he called me and told me about uh, Rebecca Howard, who's Tamika Houston's aunt, and said, would I be interested in perhaps doing a podcast uh, about her life? And I said, yeah, sure, let's talk. And we got to talking, Ben Arnon, who, who works with me at Color Farm Media. And we said, let's give this a go. I'll do the best I can. I don't have um, many, I don't have, I haven't done much in the podcast space. And that's where we got started. That's cool. And then I know um, Charlemagne the God and Kevin Hart, it's their production agency. SBH. So that was, yes. yeah. So that was cool to be able to link with them as well to get this started. And we wouldn't have gotten it going without um, a Charlemagne and Kevin Hart. So they had a deal with Audible and it's an Audible original. And uh, we're really glad to be uh, with on their first launch and number one coming out. It says a lot about who they are and what they mm -hmm. want to put their mm -hmm. uh, muscle to and, and, and fund and support. And I've always said that I thought we didn't get enough support from black men as right. black women. And um, uh, Charlemagne has done great efforts through the years to, to change that and certainly 
uh, he has really a great background on it and Kevin Hart does too. So this is just part of their overall mission. So I know um, that, you know, Tamika's story is about her being missing and the aunt telling that, that, you know, what has happened and how it didn't get the attention of the media, like, you know, other people. And so I want to know, like, how does that story like really resonate with you? Well, if you're black and you're uh, a woman, mm -hmm. we sometimes accept that we do a lot for others and we try to remain strong, mm -hmm. educate ourselves, uh, keep ourselves up, keep uh, other people going, all that. But if you really think about it, there's very little attention about our lives. Right. Um, there's about our struggle, about us being mm -hmm. strong, but not about our lives, especially black girls. We don't even know who they are. They're not mm -hmm. featured as damsels in distress or in the mythological space of storytelling as being the Juliet or the person who you desire or the face that launched a thousand ships. No, uh, we're up there um, doing all sorts of other things, being authority figures, um, uh, you know, progressing and doing all mm -hmm. that. But who, who are they really? That's mm -hmm. actually outrageous and it's unacceptable because when it comes time to looking for us you didn't look for us when we were here when we we're gone you're not going to look for us so I think it says something about value if you value something you tell stories about it and you help create a mythological structure around it everybody would look for Scarlett Johansson if she was gone but that's because the blonde blue, blonde haired blue-eyed person is the person we always think is a princess and needs our right. help but that little girl on the street who's walking with the little strut and pulling up her book bag, who is she? What does yeah. she like to do? What is her dreams? We should be looking at her when, we, when, we, um, when she's here and when she's gone, we should be sending out um, the alarm. Yeah. I love how you're helping to change that narrative and the just when you're talking about it, like the passion that comes out of your voice. I love that. <laughs> so I know you mentioned talking about, you know, how people all automatically assume, you know, Black women are strong, they can handle anything. What do you think about people always saying, oh, Black women are strong? And how do you think, do you feel like that um, diminishes our sensitive side? Or, you know, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Calling Black women strong. I think it's, they're right. We've had to be strong. Mm -hmm. If you get off a slave boat and they take your children away from you, they not only take your um, your uh, partner away from you. They've ripped you away from your homeland. They start to use you to dispose their sperm in and create new children that they eventually take away from you. Where do we get our strength from? We get our strength from because of the trauma and the suffering we've had to endure. And, we, and yet we've moved forward. But that's unfortunately something that they also use to say that we are difficult or with that, or to make, make that people part. afraid of us. Yes. Right. And they use that to, to create another version of fear or control. Mm -hmm. And it's um, unacceptable to look at a strong black woman and say uh, that, that um, she's too tough or those types of things, mm -hmm. or she's not feminine enough. If you had to be the father, the mother, the caretaker, the everything to everybody, including yourself, you don't have time sometimes to think about the more, the more gentle side of yourself and your dreams and you're just pushing. So mm -hmm. I believe that we're all these things. I think we're some of the most sensual, sensual beautiful people in the world. We're incredibly uh, compassionate and kind and empathetic. And we're often overlooked about the types of femininity we brought in. If you look at the black exploitation films, a lot of times we were brought in so, as a prostitute or mm -hmm. you know, to sort of uh, be next to a pimp. 
that kind of thing. There's a lot of that culture built into our culture as, right. you know, dancing girls and, and just tweaks of twerking and all that. And so it's either the extreme, we're either prostitute or we're the help or we're the DA and the authority figure. That is absurd. We can't be a triangle. We're a square right. circle and they need right. to circle the three dimensionality of us. Yes, I like that. Come through circle. And <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> see us find right us. right yeah. so when you were reading um finding Tamika and reading her story for audible like was there a part where you you maybe got choked up or you stopped and said you know what this really didn't sit right with my spirit and what part was that well you know I had the pleasure of doing this piece with James T Green who's our executive producer for Molten Heart we both co-wrote it and when I talked with James about the type of thing, tale we wanted to tell, which was a neo-noir um, true crime ghost story, uh, we just thought, we don't even know what that is. It's kind of a mashup, but let's go for it. So a lot of those words I'm reading, they're mine. But when you come to it, and you know, I'm an actress for a reason. I, I'm not getting choked up over my words. You put yourself in the position to feel that kind of, um, I don't know, you feel, you're not talking about someone outside yourself. You're actually talking about the things that are inside that resonate with, with me. And um, all throughout, I had that experience. In the first episode, definitely, um, you're gonna see something horrific start to take place toward the um, end of it. And um, I just allowed myself to be in the space. I didn't think about it. I just, you know, the, the best thing you can be for any project is to be present and not have walls up. And I work very hard not to build walls. I work very hard that if I feel something, I feel it. I allow myself to feel it because it's my job to be an antenna. And so I was an antenna in this. And so several times throughout, you fear my anger. Several times throughout, you fear my heartache, my fear, you feel my righteousness. You fear my, you know, I'm trying to be fun and funny because I think this stuff is funny. You hear, I'm hoping you hear all of me in it. But more importantly, it's a tool for Tamika to speak through me because she was all those things. Wow. That's cool. So what, okay. So we're talking about seeing black women and making sure that while black women are here, they are being found and they are being heard and they'll be, they're being seen as all aspects of themselves. Yes. So what is something that you think as a community or a the society as a whole, something we can start off with to make sure that black women are being heard and seen and found? Well, first of all, you've got to care about it. You've got mm -hmm. to see a black woman as somebody who needs these things. Tender, loving, human. Care. Let's just go there. Human, human. And also people who have gone beyond their struggle and blossomed. Here we had the first um, chief, I'm sorry, uh, justice um, in, the, um, in the court, Supreme Court being nominated. That's a big deal. And Kamala Harris mm -hmm. and people like that. But we also are athletes and we're we're doers, we're strivers, we're in community colleges, we're in high schools, we're in um, homeless shelters, we're in, we're up, we're down, we're all these things. But every single one of those people have interior life that I think hasn't been mined yet. And um, I think the, the part of our endurance is the fact that our stories are so rich and deep and you hear it in our voices, the people who are blessed to be able to sing, listen to Aretha and you tell me that that's a three dimensional person. Listen to all the people who are fantastic. Janelle Monet who has a different sound, you know, and um, uh, Alicia Keys and Beyonce and, and also um, people like Layla Hathaway, the deepness of that voice. 
what's in there? What's in that spot? Let's be curious about them. Number one, let's fund them. Let's support them. Let's make sure they have the education. But let's also give them a space to breathe and be loved and pampered. And um, I see that a lot coming from our Black uh, brothers. They do that a lot. They've been raised by grandmamas, aunties, sisters, and things like that. They, and they try to take care of us. We have to allow them to take care of us. We have to know that that doesn't mean that we're weak. And we often do let them take care of us. And we need more of that. We need to tell them thank you so they understand the importance. And, and I know we do. But we, as we go through life, um, let's just remember that to accept that type of help. But we also need it. We don't, with the uh, less than 2% of businesses are funded by um, these venture capitalists, and that's with women involved, and less than 0.02% are funded for Black women. Right. That's absurd because we are the biggest entrepreneurs in America. Mm-hmm. So fund us. We can't just keep doing hair and send everybody else to college. Right. Come back and make sure that person has a hair shop that they want or, or right. has, a, you know, the dream of traveling. And we need to travel, by the way. Mm-hmm. We need to get out of our own spaces and go see neighborhoods and talk to people and have different experiences and read. We read all the time. But we need a lot of books that are about us, for us, and more, more importantly, telling our story. Okay, Erica, because you just dropping gems. I love how you said allow Black men to help us because I'm so tired of hearing this. I'm independent. I don't need a man. I got the Ma'am, I'm independent. I have degrees too, but I still want my man. I want my Black king <laughs> to help me, to support me in whatever capacity I need. So I just hate that narrative that's going out there, but I love how you... You, you brought that back up, allow them to let them help you, you know, help us. So Yes. And all our variations too, there's trans, there's gay, there's all these things. Right. And we're, 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 um, we are targets, all of us. I think that one of the things that you hear when people are bragging about what they can do for themselves is the fact that they know that they'd be disappointed if they depended on someone. So we also have to let some of that fall away and allow people to disappoint us then, but first give them the opportunity to love you and make mistakes and, but not abuse us, not take advantage of us, not keep taking care of them. That's unacceptable Mm -hmm. anymore. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. And we have to know when there's a line, we have to teach each other what these Mm -hmm. lines are and have those conversations. It's important that we have these conversations with ourselves so we can also give the blueprint to the uh, the new generation. Yes. Well, I have about a minute and a half left. I already been cute. Yes, Ashley. What? <laughs> so let what, me. Ashley? <laughs> so let me do a little finish, uh, a few little uh, finish the sentences real quick, and then okay. we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, so you're just gonna fill in the blank. Um, I'm tired of people asking me blank. Where the bathroom is. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I, oh, 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 can I kick that back? Yes. You're gonna hate this though. I'm t- say it say it again. I'm tired of I'm tired of people asking me blank. When living single is gonna come back. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it so much. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to give you something new to love. Good. Well, I'm I love you. I love y'all all y'all for it, but it's right. a little tiring. Right. Okay. So I believe in blank. I believe in love. Yes. Okay. I do blank in private. Oh Lord. Uh, I, I, uh, 
whatever I do in private, I'm not going to say, but ah! you know, I, you know, I don't know what I do in private. I'm sorry. You could be praying in private. That's it. See? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm not necessarily a big prayer girl, but I certainly uh, True. think. Yeah, I, that. yeah I, I don't know what I do. Let's do the next one. <laughs> okay. Last one. Last one. People wouldn't know by looking at me, but I blank. People wouldn't know by looking at me how anxious and frightened I am sometimes. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. Your your whole spirit is strong and powerful. So that's deep. Well, thank you so much, Miss Erica <laughs> Alexander, for taking time thank with you, me, Ashley. getting deep and thank having you. a little fun. Um, so, <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. I so do. The, You're looking uh, gorgeous. Oh, thank you, girl. Is, did you? Are you doing your own makeup? Because it's just yes. stunning. Yeah, thank you. you. You have a great, you know, canvas to work on, but you really are good at it. Girl, don't pump me up this morning. Do you hear me? Oh, go on, pumping hard. I'm, again, you got to allow me to give you that compliment. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you, Ashley. And thank you for the work that you do as a writer and a journalist. Thank you for highlighting people like me, our projects, and also being powerful enough to stay in media, which is a very hard gig. So thank you. No, thank you. And we're excited. I know the Audible drops today, right? Today, today. Go get it. There's a free episode for you to view, the first episode out in a trailer. Just go and, and uh, find it. I think it's Audible slash Finding Tamika. Yes. Thank you so much. You have thank an you. amazing day. Thanks for thank the compliments. You. And you're gorgeous as well. <laughs> thank you so much. And I'll see you. I'll see you on the Glow Road. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye, love. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,